I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the jesse kelly show another hour of the jesse kelly show and it has already been a blast tonight remember if you miss any part of the show the whole thing's on iheart google spotify and itunes i want to play something for you i want to play this man on the street again in new york city the trump documents the trump documents no one knows what's in He gets challenged on it and he walks away. I'm not actually playing this because I'm talking about the Trump documents anymore or even because I'm making fun of this guy. I want you to consider something and me to consider something. Listen to this guy. Is this unprecedented to arrest a former president for not turning in documents? A former president that had committed this many provable criminal acts. What are the provable criminal acts, I guess? (sighs) Provable criminal acts. Well... I'm just, I, I, I'm done talking. He just shuts down. He just shuts down because there's no answer. We went outside. Remember, always think of these people like robots. They don't want to think. They want to be told what to think. So they go up to the hive mind and they plug in and they get new software updates as the new stories come out. What the crimes were were not part of his update because no one knows what the crimes were. He was just told there are crimes 
and he's going to prison. But this speaks to a much, much, much larger issue we have in the country. And I realize I haven't said this in a while on the show, so I'm going to say it again. I don't even think it's particularly intelligent. It just always seems to apply. So because it helps me understand things, I think it might help you understand things. My sky is green theory. Hear me out. What if, just like the Trump's going to prison, what if the system woke up one day and it decided it wanted you to believe, it wanted everyone to believe the sky was actually green? Now, to you, you're sitting here listening to me. You're laughing. Jesse, that's so stupid. I'm looking up at the sky right now. It's blue. Everyone can see it's blue. Jesse, no one would believe that. Sounds ridiculous to you, right? But hear me out. Hear me out. I want you to remember something. Before I go into my theory, I want you to remember something. Do you remember how many people voluntarily put a stupid piece of cloth on their face because they thought it would protect them from a microscopic virus. Some people put two of them on. All right, now, this is my sky is green theory. If the, if the system wanted you to believe that, remember, the system is government, entertainment, media, social media. Now it's professional sports, the education system. They're all working together, all working together against you. If they wanted you to believe it, here's what would happen. Immediately, immediately, on every single nightly news show, there would be experts on there. This science, Dr. Nerd from Harvard, Dr. Mega Nerd from Johns Hopkins. Oh, we just did a study. We did a study that proves it's actually something wrong with your eyes. It, the sky is green. Your eyes can't see it. You, you wouldn't know that study was paid for by some left-wing activist group or paid for by the government because the government tells them we want you to come out with this outcome and then you'll get more grant money, you would simply see Dr. Nerd with all of his degrees on TV telling it to you. But that probably wouldn't be enough. A few Dr. Nerds wouldn't be enough. You'd need media story after media story after media story about the green sky and the green sky and the green sky and this new discovery. And isn't this exciting? What are you going to be one of these green sky deniers? Are you going to be one of the deny? Are you going to deny the science? Every scientist agrees. You know, I'm right. Chris is laughing. She knows I'm right. Hollywood. Hollywood would put out movies and the sky would be green in them. They would color the sky. So it would be, it would be green. Your favorite sports star. He'd have an Instagram video up. Oh, man, it's so wild out here doing this workout for Nike, and now I get to see that the sky's green. Your kids, the singers they watch, they'd be talking about the green sky at the music awards. When they go to school, they would have to acknowledge the greenness of the sky if they wanted that A. Over and over and over and over and over again. It wouldn't even take that long. It wouldn't even take years. A, a relentless six-month campaign, year-long campaign, and half, at least half of the United States of America would believe something, something that they can see with their own eyes is not true, yet they would believe it, and they would believe it all the way. That's this guy's green theory, and that's the country we live in now. And sometimes when I think about this, when I'm at home, I'm just thinking about things. And I'm trying to come up with 
always trying to come up with solutions. I mean, I know you do the same thing, not just what the problems are. We all know what the friggin' problems are. The problems are bad. How do we fix it? How do we overcome this? How do we defeat that? How do we do that? How do we do that? I know this is going to sound a little dark, and it is a little dark, but I owe you honesty. Sometimes I think to myself, I don't know that we can overcome that. Because if we now, as a country, if enough of us, if a high enough percentage of us don't have a desire to be free, if we simply want to plug into the hive mind and get our latest upload and go about our life, if we don't actually desire freedom, then we don't have a chance. And I don't know what those percentages are. I don't know. Probably cutting it pretty close at this point in time. Do enough Americans want to be free? Do as many Americans want to be free as want to be spoon-fed? You, Chris, just held up a sign about COVID. I wish, almost wish he hadn't because it's so true. How did you see America respond when the system told you there was a deadly virus out there that was going to kill you all? Remember they said it over and over again, millions, millions will die. What did Americans do? I'm not speaking to you individually. I know there were plenty of freedom-loving Americans who thought it was all ridiculous. But America as a whole, what did America do? The government said, the government told Americans. This is still so insane. I still can't wrap my mind around it. The government told Americans, lose your livelihood. I want you to stop being able to pay your bills. And Americans, at least half of them, happily said, okay. Let me know when I can go back to work. Millions will die. Oh, gosh, I better stand six feet away. The virus can't jump six feet. Millions of them. Tens of millions of them. How do we overcome that? I don't know. I don't know that there's an answer to that question. And I'll ask you another one. Now that we're getting all lofty and philosophical here on the Jesse Kelly Show, you know how advanced we are. Is it it natural for man... To desire freedom. I want you to think about that. Or is that simply something men only desire when they're chafing under a bad ruler? Is it natural for people to want freedom? Do they actually want it? Do they want to be told what to think? Do they want to be handed a loaf of bread? I don't know the answer to that question. Maybe we're all different, but I was thinking about that. All right, let's get to some emails. I promise you it would. Hi, Jesse. Love the show. It's appointment radio. I'm a 52-year-old woman, old enough to be your older sister. Actually, you remind me of my husband quite a bit, so more like your sister-in-law. Grouchy old infantry guy, she says, is her husband. We are currently stationed at West Point. We're in retirement and med board process. In a few months, we won't live on post anymore. How the heck can I defend myself when I run? Would you recommend karate or jujitsu? I know I can carry a hero gun, but what if it gets taken away? And my dog is too wimpy to run seven miles. I think a lot of us fit moms in the audience would love your advice on this. Thank you so much, sis, to keep up the fight. Didn't say I can say her name, so I will not. But I am going to say some things you may not like to hear, ladies. Your wimpy dog. I know the love we have for dogs. I'm not now, nor am I ever going to tell you to give up your wimpy dog. Ladies, in a society that is getting poorer 
more drugged out, more mental health crisis out there everywhere. If it's humanly possible, if you have the room, if your family can do it, I do think adding a dog of some size to your home is a very, very, very smart idea. Never hurts to have a German Shepherd in a pickle. What, Chris? Yes, not purse-sized. A, a, a big dog. And I'm not dog. I'm not dogging. Not dogging on your dog. I'm not dogging on your dog. A German Shepherd will keep up with you for seven miles. And you know how many scumbags are going to try to hurt you if you have a German Shepherd running right beside you? None. You're simply... Look, even if they thought they could get the dog, you're not worth the trouble. You're not worth the trouble. And I'm not pitching for a German Shepherd. Pick your dog of some size, ladies. I know that's a burden. It's like adding an extra it's like adding an extra toddler to the house. Consider a dog. Let's talk about Hero Gun really quickly cuz I'm not going to dismiss your concern. I'm not going to dismiss your question about karate and jiu-jitsu, but you're not going to like a lot of what I have to say about that too, but let's get to the Hero Gun part of it. Remember, I've already told you about Hero Gun. You know about Hero Gun. I want you to have one. I want you to run with one. I couldn't get my wife to do that. So I'm adjusting. Hero understands that. So they're adjusting. They have a Hero Arrow now. Listen to me. Picture your TV remote. It's the same size and shape as your TV remote. How easily could that go in a little fanny pack or a little sleeve pocket, ladies? Get a Hero Arrow. It shoots a double barrel blast of this pepper gel. And it also has a loud siren on it. Go to Hero2020.com. Code Jesse gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com code Jesse. But that doesn't completely answer your question. You asked about karate and jujitsu and these things. You ready to be offended? I'm about to offend a lot of people, men and women. Hang on. Jesse Kelly returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Don't forget, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We're going to get to the next frontier in the finance wars here in just a minute and give you a heads up about something that may be happening close to you. But before we get to that, I promised you I was going to offend you, and I would. In case you're just tuning in, 52-year-old woman run, uh, writes in, she's a runner, Wondering how she can defend herself. Asked about hero gun and things like that. And also asked about karate and jujitsu and these things. I'm going to basically quote my buddy Braxton McCoy, who we've had on the show several times. Wonderful dude. Absolutely wonderful dude. So I want to give him credit for this thought because it's 100% true. And it's probably going to hurt your feelings. He said, and I'm paraphrasing, if the martial art you choose is not represented in the UFC, in cage fighting, then your martial art is useless. I know that hurts because right now there's a Taekwondo black belt who's been doing it for 20 years who is offended beyond belief. Guys who put their lives at risk fighting other fighters, they don't use karate. They don't use Taekwondo. They box. They kickbox. They wrestle, they use jujitsu, they use some judo. 
outside of those things, grappling basically, ground fighting outside of those things, these martial arts, many of them, are completely stupid and useless, and they're going to get you killed. If you're learning some kind of fighting technique that involves you getting him in a wrist lock while you're both standing up, you're going to die, okay? They're useless. If you want to go learn jujitsu so you can survive on the ground, that would be very smart. You want to go learn like Muay Thai kickboxing? Very, very, very smart. If you're going to go to the local gym where they give you the belt so you can hiya, hiya, hiya with your spin kicks, you might as well just lay down and let the let the bad guy murder you because he's going to. And that's not all the bad news. Well, actually, I mean, look, you can take that advice however you want it. It's 100% true. Speaking now just to the ladies, it is good that you take ownership of your self-defense, that you're, that you're even asking the questions about karate and jiu-jitsu and things like that. These are good things. That's a good thing. And I'm not telling you it's worthless at all. But I am telling you this. They have weight classes in UFC and boxing and wrestling, all the combat sports. They have weight classes there for a reason. And it's not to protect the bigger fighter. Lady, you're a 52-year-old woman. You can spend all your time down at the local Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym getting tough and the Brazilian jiu-jitsu place will get you tough and you'll be ready. But you're a 52-year-old woman. How acquainted are you with violence and how big are you? Because if you're some 110-pound runner running 10 miles a day, I don't care how how awesome you are at Brazilian jiu-jitsu. If some 220-pound career criminal who's only ever known violence his entire life, if he gets his hands on you, Jiu-jitsu or no jiu-jitsu, you're going to die. And I'm not dismissing you doing it. It can help you. It might save your life. It really might. Keep a weapon on you. Keep a gun on you. Keep a hero gun on you. A hero arrow on you. Keep something in your physical possession that will allow you to stop permanently or otherwise a bad human being. That story, that big story about that saint of a woman who was just kidnapped and God knows what else and murdered. And it was, it's just an awful story. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to go into the details of it again. It's a terrible story, but if you look into really look into that monster who did it, I want you to look at his size. I want you to look at his history. This guy has known nothing but violence, being hurt, and hurting other people from the time he was a child. If you're a 52-year-old woman out there running, never been in a fight, I don't care how many, how many hours you've spent doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you don't want to tangle with that monster. He knows violence. He's comfortable with it. It's the language he speaks. You do it part-time on Saturdays after yoga. Get a gun and or a hero gun. And don't just get one. Practice with it. Practice with it. And carry it everywhere, including on your runs. If I sound passionate about this, it's because just like I said last night, 
I have had this conversation with the wife who has come around full circle. She's watched enough of the news now, come around full circle, and she gets it. But she's one of these super fit freaks. And it's the same way, right? A woman gets ready to go for a run or, or go paddleboard or go do something. What does a woman want to put on? As little as humanly possible. I'm not calling you trampy, but it's hot out there. You want to put on some tight shorts and a little tank top, maybe a water bottle in your pocket, and you just want to go for a run. I get it. I don't like having things in my pockets either. I'm a minimalist. Get yourself some sort of a pouch, some sort of a something, and carry something on your person at all times that will let you fight off somebody who wants to hurt you and maybe hurt you real bad in ugly ways before he kills you. When you're jogging, when you're running down to the gas station for a half gallon of milk because the kids can't have cereal in the morning, when you're at the mall, when you're in your grocery store, when you're going out on Friday night for an extra glass of wine with the girls, at all times, keep something on you, something on you that will stop a monster, all right? Now, I know that's direct, and I know it's offensive, but so many people dance around all this stuff, and it drives me crazy. A gun or a hero gun or a hero arrow on you at all times. I, I've read you that story before. It's, honestly, it's scary, but it blew me away. Guy wrote in, his daughter's in the Air Force. She got followed home from the gas station by a career sex offender. Guy in a pickup truck pulled in behind her. She pulled out a hero gun, put that guy on his daggone knees with it. Cops showed up. She doesn't have that hero gun. That guy maybe never speaks to his daughter again. Keep something on your person at all times. All right? All right. Now. Let's talk about solutions. New York's doing something. We need to do it back. Hang on. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Chris, that was weird at the end. Is that how that song normally goes where he does like the fadeaway echo thing? Oh, that's weird. By the way, that's you play that song all the time. There are so many great Metallica songs. That song sucks. No, I know it's a mix. Don't blame it on the computer for you playing a crappy song. That's a crappy song, Chris, and that's 100% on you, pal. That's on you. Anyway, it's the Jesse Kelly Show, and do keep in you mind. You know, freedom is not free. And we're going to do some email roundups here in a minute, but I want to do a couple things real quick first. New York's doing something we need to do. I'll get to that in a second. But in my area, in the Houston area, there's a yuppie town. I shouldn't say yuppie town. That's not right. There's a town. It actually is a really cool place called Katy. K-A-T-Y. Now, Katy is where all the people who get rich enough in the city it's where they move so they can be rich and close enough to the city of Houston, but still live in the suburbs where everyone's not getting stabbed every 15 minutes. Katie's one of those places, right? It's, it's the lily white suburbs. That's what Katie is. Guess what's happening in Katie? Drag bingo. Oh, yes, that's right. All ages are welcome. All ages, drag bingo. Happening in Katy, Texas. And here's maybe the best part. You know what's taking place? First Christian church. I don't bring this up because I want you to mob First Christian Church's phone lines and email lines, although you're more than welcome to do so. I bring this up because we all have to understand it doesn't matter where you are right now, it doesn't matter where you're listening to the sound of my voice. This stuff is coming for you in your area. When I say things like this, someone listening to me in, in Idaho, they think, yeah, those New Yorkers, dirt balls. Yeah, California figures. Brother, you have no idea how red my area is. And it's not only coming here, it's coming for a church here. I bring this up to you because we have to be vigilant. 
We have to be vigilant against it. And whenever it pops up, we have to fight against it loud and hard. Believe me when I tell you the days of, well, I mean, I guess that's just freedom, right? Those days have to stop. If they don't stop, remember what I've told you. Remember where we're going. You're going to see we're already mutilating children medically in the country. Doctors are going online and bragging about slicing off important parts of boys and girls, children under the age of 18. We're already there. We've already killed 60 million, 70 million unborn babies. We're already there. The next step in this frontier is open pedophilia. That's what's coming. And when I say open, I mean open. I mean it will be promoted the same way all the LGBTQ stuff is in your movies, in your children's movies now. They can't make a Disney movie without a couple lesbians making out. This pedophilia, this open pedophilia stuff is coming. It is inevitable, and it's not some distant future either. It is coming. You are going to turn on a Disney movie in 10 years from now, and you're going to see an adult male there with a child, child female in a relationship. They're going to rub it in your face. It's everywhere. I don't say that to you to freak you out or make you frantic. I say that to you so you understand it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter who you are. It's coming. It is coming. We're not dealing with people who are going to back off or slow down. We're not. It's coming. Now, what's New York doing? Well, they're providing us a model for what we should be doing, for what you in your red state should be doing if you have one. What is that model? Well, Steve Bannon, he was a guy who worked for Trump. Uh, Trump ended up pardoning him for some case where they crowdfunded a border wall. I don't know all the details of it, but whatever he was charged, he got pardoned. No, no big deal. So what happened? Manhattan's district attorney opened its own investigation into Steve Bannon. Now, I'm not defending that. I'm saying that has to be our model going forward for how we on the right use our power. It is critical that we get out of this live and let live mindset and begin using our power. Our local DAs, our local DAs should begin going after communists in their various forms and prosecuting them. You may think to yourself, Jesse, that's ugly. Jesse, I don't want that. I don't want to live in a country like that. I don't want that either. But please understand, they, all their communist DAs, all these Soros-funded DAs around the country, they are going to spend every single waking moment assaulting you and your liberty. They are going to get all their friends out of jail, and they're going to throw you in jail. They're going to spend every minute attacking their political opponents. If you think you're going to live and let live your way out of that, you are painfully naive. We have to do likewise. We don't have any national institutions left. They took over all of them. Okay, that's fine. That sucks, but not the end of the world. Set it aside. What do we have, though? And we have some states. We have some counties. Have plenty of towns. What are we doing with what we do have? Are we simply looking at the newest drag show, complaining a couple times, and calling it a day? 
or are we actually doing something to bring the fight back to them? Until these people fear us, until they fear us using our power, our legal power to go after them, they will never even have a moment of pause. Think about this. I want you to think about this. You're some scumbag DA in New York. Huh? Scumbag DA in New York. Alvin Bragg's his name, but it doesn't matter. And you decide you want to go prosecute Steve Bannon. Just because that's he's only doing it because he's a Trump ally, but you want to prosecute Steve Bannon. Okay, so you're Alvin Bragg, you're a Soros funded guy, you're a full blown communist, you want to go after Steve Bannon. What reasons do you have not to do it? Can you tell me one? Has the Republican Party in this country set a precedent that you can come up with a single reason? Put your put yourself in the mind of Alvin Bragg. Come up with a single reason not to go after Steve Bannon. Anyone? You can't. He's been given no disincentive. He looks at, should I go after Steve Bannon? And it's just a laundry list of incentives. And then he gets goes to the, should I not go after Steve Bannon? And there's nothing there. He's never been given a disincentive to attack Steve Bannon. So with no disincentive, why wouldn't he? I mean, my goodness, I can't even blame the guy. He made the obvious. It's the obvious choice. Of course you go after Steve Bannon. Why wouldn't you? All right. That's enough of that. Because we have to talk about my deep, deep, undying love for Hillary Clinton and the Clinton family. And I'm not even being tongue-in-cheek. I'm really not. Uh, Hillary made an announcement. She said something on TV about her run for president, her next run for president. And I, I have some things I need to get off my chest about the love of the Clintons. Don't shake your head, Chris. We'll get to that in a second. Before we get to that. Let's get to you putting your money where your morals are. And look, you know Christmas is three months away, right? You thought about that? Christmas is three months away, a little bit more. You know my pillow right now? They have a screaming deal on their footwear, the all-season slippers, slides, and sandals. And by the way, the gentleman who keeps emailing into the show begging me to ask Mike Lindell to design work boots because everything else he designs for your feet is so good. I actually am. I'm going to meet Mike uh, here in just a little bit, a month or so. I'm going to pitch him. I'm going to pitch him for your work boots, all right? Until then, go enjoy an amazing sale on slippers, slides, sandals. May I personally recommend the moccasins? Gosh, I love the freaking moccasins. You got to go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials and use the promo code JESSE to get the deal, though. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. Or maybe you're driving around, driving home from work, driving truck somewhere. 800-845-0544. MyPillow. You're listening to the Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday out here. Changing people's lives. Every single day, Chris, changing people's lives. 
<laughs> you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. But I want to get to this. I love the Clintons. And when I, when I heard this again, it made me sad. Would you ever run for president again? No, no. Here's why I love the Clintons. Because the Clintons were just the best bad guys out there. So dirty and openly scummy that it almost made politics better that they were just despicable people. And remember the Clintons, a lot of people don't realize this, but I know people from Arkansas, a bunch of people from Arkansas. It was well known in Arkansas when the Clintons were coming up, they were really corrupt and really scummy in Arkansas before Bill Clinton rose to become governor of Arkansas. They're just terrible people. Do you remember? I just, I still can't believe this is something that happened out in the open. And it just, it blows me away. When Hillary Clinton was secretary of state, remember the secretary of state, his job is to bounce around the globe and be a diplomat, be a link for your country to other nations on the planet. That's what secretary of state does. That's what he does. His job is chief diplomat. While Hillary Clinton was secretary of state, the Clinton foundation was taking in millions and millions of dollars from other countries. So she's using her naked position in the government to go around. Hey, Saudi Arabia, I'm secretary of state. Hey, uh, <coughs> the old Clinton foundation's looking a little low on cash. If y'all want to, <laughs> and they just did it right in your face. Right in your face. They didn't even hide it. The Clintons are so despicable, such horrible people that I miss them. And in case you're sitting there saying, Jesse, I don't miss them. I hate them. Look, I hate them too. That's why I love them. I've brought up this example before. The movie Gladiator. You've seen it. If you're a dude, you've seen it about a thousand times. You know all the lines. Why do you love that movie? Ah, Russell Crowe. Ah, swords and shields and Rome and... Nope. Those are all lies. Oh, it helps. It helps to have big gladiator fights and things like that. Why do you love gladiator? Because you hated the bad guy. You hated the bad guy. A good bad guy makes a movie. It makes a book. It makes politics. Hillary Clinton and her husband Bill are two of the most detestable, corrupt people in the history of American politics. And daggone it, I'm going to miss them. I would not be honest if I didn't say I think there was a seditious conspiracy against the government of the United States, and that's a crime. Led by Donald Trump. Led by Donald Trump, encouraged by Donald Trump. You know, I was the Secretary of State. I spent... You know, many days on airplanes, flying from place to place, encouraging people uh, to have a real democracy. And one of the hallmarks of a real democracy is the peaceful transfer of power. Um, Was I happy when I beat Donald Trump by nearly three million votes but lost the Electoral College? No, I was not happy. Did I even for a nanosecond think I'm going to claim victory and try to get the Democrats to refuse to certify the election? No. I'm going to miss him. That's all. I'm going to miss him. I just had to get that off my chest. All right. The latest latest and greatest in the old climate change insanity is coming. 
I do want to get to a couple emails first, though. Jesse, the subject in this one is, why are Republicans so freaking stupid? Banning abortion from conception, once you fully think the issue through, is obviously the most moral and logical option. I get that most Americans aren't ready for that yet. Since that's the case, focus on the fact that 100% of elected Democrats want to crack a baby's skull at nine months. They said they want afterbirth abortion and to let the baby die on the operating table. How hard is it to stay on offense? No wonder they're winning the issue of abortion. Says I can say his or her name. Sorry, the name is Julian. That's a him, right, Chris? Julian's a him. Anyway, here's why. This is why Republicans fail on this issue. One, a huge part of why they fail is women. Women in the United States of America, really, frankly, in general, women prefer bigger government. Ladies, don't throw anything at the radio. I don't care about your opinion on it. The statistics say that's a fact. Women vote Democrat. About 60, 65% of women vote Democrat in this country consistently. If only women voted in the United States of America, the entire country would be blue. If only men voted, the entire country would be red. It's that drastic, the difference in how women and men vote. Because of that, now there are a lot of reasons that came about, but because of that fact, that's where we are right now, because of that, what happens is Republicans, they try to make sure they don't offend them. They try to mitigate the losses, right? Hey, we know we're going to lose 60% of them. Let's try to make sure it isn't 65. And here's the thing. A huge portion of women in this country, including women on the right, they think abortion is something they should be able to get. A huge percentage of women, including women on the right, have had one. I've been in Republican Party meetings where I've been back when I was running for Congress, where I've been yelled at by a team, not a bunch of Dems, a room full of Republican women that I've been yelled at for my hardcore pro-life stance. Totally offended by it. So Republicans, they see these numbers and they get scared and they back off of the issue. They get scared and they let it go. They just let it go. But another big part of it is this. The country itself... The country itself, it's difficult to bring people from where we were, where abortion became just part of society. I remember 60, 70 million people. That's a staggering number of babies. It just became part of society. And now we're moving into a place where it's no longer part of society. And Republicans, they don't know how to message that. And I'll tell you something else. They don't have the guts. The low-T GOP doesn't have the guts, which I find to be particularly disgraceful because we're talking about life. We're talking about innocent life. I'm not naive. I know I'm far to the right of even probably most of you when it comes to the issue of pro-life. I don't believe in exceptions. You know that? I don't believe in exceptions. None. That's a life. That's a God-breathed life. It gets born. But I know I'm outside of the mainstream, but I'm not scared to say it. I'm not trying to appeal to everybody. I have no interest in that whatsoever. Truth is truth. But Republicans, low T. What do you want me to say? That's why they're the low T GOP now and probably always will. I feel summer creeping in and I'm tired of this town again.
Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.